Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Senator. This is Jedi arriving. Star Wars fans, and welcome to the latest episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate podcast. We're recording this on Saturday the 15th of April 2023, just a mere week after four days of delightful Star Wars celebrations 2023, which was held in the UK with a bottle of water. That's a, that's a bit of an in-joke there. So this is, this is a special, we're doing away with the usual uh, intros and stuff, and we're just going to get straight into it as we recap Star Wars Celebrations, which just, I said just about a week ago, and we've got 101 things that were announced, but we're going to just cut that down to about 20 or so, <clears throat> and just uh, go through all the main news that we picked up and some of our favourite bits and bobs um, from watching the stream. But just as ever, of course, I uh, just have to say that we do have sponsors, as, as always, and this episode is brought to you by... Yep. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. It would not be a Star Wars celebration without talking about stuff in non-Star Wars. So we uh, we thought maybe we'll go through the trainer, then we thought maybe not. Um, but just, you know, that uh, as it got trusted down our throats a lot of time doing Star Wars Celebration about Indiana Jones film that we would do the same to you here and let you know that the film is coming out sometime. I have not paid attention to when it's coming out. It looks good, but it's as... It's got as, Han Solo and L3. So, so we, had, we had Willow last year and this year <laughs> we had Indiana Jones. But Oh, uh, interesting. The the lady in there is L3. Yeah. Did is she? pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said, as soon as you said it, it made sense. It yeah, um, plays the, the trailer through my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Freedom. Free the droids. That's, that's more connected than uh, Willow. Willow. Well, I guess he had Warwick, but yeah. 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 <laughs> well, good for her. She seemed she seemed spot on in the trailer. Um, acting, you know, seemed like it was going to be a good, interesting character. She's a, I thought, a goddaughter. I thought. Hey, said. wasn't Mads Mikkelsen in there? Oh, too? Oh, oh shit! The goddaughter is. All uh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think he's a bad guy, or, yeah. or one well, of them, somebody maybe. we see. As Galen Erso, right? Yeah. So I suppose I, I guess that uh, Cher LeBeouf wasn't available for this film, so they had to go for because he was the he was the son, wasn't he? Well, he's he was big the, time now. Yeah, that's I think, right. so I think they recast him because there's another Bad guy Doctor. in there. Somebody else might be playing um, Williams. So. Quite possibly. Right. So joining me to talk all things celebrations and good times and parties and all that kind of stuff. I have from across the great fast Atlantic Ocean. I have Ron. Greetings and salutations, Chancellor, fellow senators. Howdy. And another one. Yep. And Ricky. Hello. Did anybody see any Jar Jar at uh, some No, I didn't, I didn't notice one. Not yet. Not yet. I'm still in the middle of the I'm almost at the end of day two live stream. So playing catch. So it was good to very much, I can't say I watched everything on Celebrations, because over here in the UK that would literally have meant sitting down all day and doing nothing else, but I did watch quite a fair bit of it. Uh, and I imagine you guys across the sea did. What was uh, just have, what were your favourite bits from Celebrations, Ron? 
watched, eh, had it on. Definitely sort of made made it uh, um, destination viewing to watch, you know, day one. But then, as it, as you say, as it gets four or five hours coverage and everything, it's 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 tough to truly watch it all. And I have not had a chance to do that. But I kind of had it on in the background of various other things, whatever. Uh, my takeaway was that first, and obviously it's everyone's excited. But that first day, man, that first crowd um, in the, in that um, room or you know wherever they are doing the celebration stage, I think they call it or whatever, wherever they're doing one of those broadcasts from fantastic crowd and 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 like wow right out of the bat man they did not mess around that we got uh, i think we got the ahsoka trailer and the and the indiana jones trailer in the first well you know what five ten not it was very quick there was there was there was not a lot of fluff there was not a lot of beating around the bush it was like let's dive into it here we go let's celebrate star wars and and that was great to see honestly one of the um panels it was a bad batch panel had I wouldn't call it a trailer. It was a rec a recap, and yeah. I highly recommend going back and finding that and watching that. I don't think it was part of the normal celebration live stream. I think it was specific to that. I uh, forget where I found it or whatever. But mm. I thought it was it, when it first started playing. I thought it was a trailer of some sorts or whatever. But then it showed some things. I'm like, well, this wasn't a previously re-released trailer that they're just showing because it had the Wookiee and it had you know had a bunch of reveals that would have been a spoiler had it been in a trailer and I eventually at, at the end of it realized it was just sort of a, a recap of the season for the panel that was about to talk man that was good as someone that was vested and, and watched the Bad Batch and enjoyed it or whatever that was a neat little sort of quick blip vert type of of all the good stuff that was in Bad Batch this season so and, and lots of good reveals, lots of good news, lots of great takeaways. Definitely had some FOMO um, over the weekend. Uh, the just, just uh, oh man, forget how exciting celebration is. It's expensive. It's time consuming. It's all the other things that go into it. It is kind of nice to be at home, but no, there's nothing like being there for anyone that that says otherwise. It, there is some convenience to having the recap and having at, at your fingertips and all that, but there is a palpable energy when you're at a celebration that 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 should be enjoyed. Um, it, it should have the, ever have the chance. I, I agree. I mean, it's it's, it's not nice watching, love watching it live. I mean, on our first day, we actually, I think the stream was like two hours after the actual, one or two hours after the show actually started. Yeah, one hour. So yeah. I, I was following on Twitter, so the uh, the Ahsoka stuff was coming out about an hour before they actually started the uh, the live stream. And I think the uh, the trainer was released just before they actually, it was released before they actually mentioned it in the live stream. Mm. Um, yeah, because it was that was like the panel that happened an hour before um, the live stream started. So they definitely seemed aggressive during and here even after whatever any of the stuff that they didn't want us to see, you know, to the exclusive sort of trailery stuff for for those that attended. They've been taskmastering, really taking that stuff down on the internet. You got you had to you had to catch it while it was up. It, it, nothing's mm -hmm. really living uh, for very long. I'm sure it's it's out there, but it's not easily out there. And Honestly, I kind of appreciate that because if they make everything available, um, you know, online, then there's there's some level of exclusivity that's lost to anyone mm. that does go to celebration. So, so I'm 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 always okay with that. I'm glad we get some dribbles and drips, but then there are some other things that right people that went to celebration should get, you know, rewarded I, for if you I, will. I agree, especially with the cost cost of their ticket and and wait and the wait in the queues and stuff they got to do and stuff that they should get uh, some just rewards for their uh, commitment not just us who just click a button on the on the computer or the tv and just start streaming it and uh, and, and lapping it up um so I'm, I'm i'm all right with that but i think most people have watched 
most of the stuff I was watching on on, uh, on Twitter start, the vast majority of people who were there were very good at not revealing spoilers. But all, as as of anything on, on Twitter on social media, it doesn't only takes one or two people to just leak everything, and that yeah. just uh, that just finds its way everywhere anyway. Um, but the majority of people were, were saying, "Oh, we just saw this, can't tell you," or "This is before that. This is before they showed us this, and this is after they showed us this." There were a lot of good people there, um, but also a lot of people were just like happily just oh, I'm just going to stream it all and uh, and uh, broadcast it everywhere and get some clicks probably. Ricky, how was it for you? So um, I liked when everybody was uh, videotaping the trailers they didn't show, <laughs> so I could see yeah. them. Now. <laughs> I mean, there, there's like a, um, a kind of a sense of like guerrilla fandom when I'm looking at these trailers, and I'm like, I don't want to see them because I want to see them in good quality, but then I, I kind of want to see them, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the ones I saw, I think uh, they got cut off at the end, each of them. So, but uh, yeah. that's always fun. But I, I, we're gonna talk about it in a minute. But uh, yeah, just the reveal from the main. Um, panel with you know Daisy Ridley and stuff like that, and I was watching a couple of the the stuff in the live stream. I I love watching the live stream stuff simply because I I like seeing the people in costume walking around and all the fans and mm. you know they got babies dressed up like Grogu and I saw a guy dressed like Where's Waldo in the crowd and I spotted him. Um, I love the awkwardness as well. The awkwardness at the start and the end of panels when people are like, are we, are we, is it time? Hey, we got to go now. Yeah. Now <laughs> yeah. and uh, have we been cut off yet? No, we haven't. And you get the chap in the far right corner who's supposed to be out of view, but you see him all the time trying to get the crowd psyched up. Yeah. <laughs> waving his hands around, now clap, now no cheer, now cheer. And he just seems to be doing it all the time. Like people just might just keep well keep cheering. I don't know what, how much more cheering they can do when he starts waving his hands even more frantically. Yeah, let it happen yeah. organically. That's so much, so much more uh, real. It doesn't need to be produced like that. Um, the, the, yeah, when the crowd reacts in an organic, you know, when they announce a, um, they didn't announce a Harrison, but a Hayden Christian or something. You know, the crowd's going to be louder than when they announce um, the 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 director of the accolade or something. You know, somebody a name they don't know yet, kind of thing or whatever. But it's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it's going to be or whatever. I appreciate that celebration stage and to see some of the actors and some of the, you know. They're human beings, just like the rest of us. But they're because they're actors, because they're well known. We think they can handle that, or 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 uh, know that, or whatever. But to see the the Carl Weathers and the um, um, John uh, the bad guy um, Esposito, or what's his name? Shoot, I don't want to butcher his name. Thank you, Giancarlo. Yeah, to see those guys, they were genuinely excited. Oh yeah, and beyond thrilled to be in front of a crowd of people. And I would imagine so. If you walk on stage and a crowd of people just adoring you and cheering you, that's got to be a wave of of just wonderfulness over Washington. But they seem genuinely um, impressed and genuinely flattered and and accepting and appreciative of of the huge crowd for them oh, on yeah. stage, kind of thing. Whatever. That's that's fun to watch to see that see them embrace. Um, being a part of the Star Wars yeah, I, I uh, saw, community, uh, Matt Lanter and uh, um, Obi Wan Kenobi. What's his name? Ah, oh, Ewan, or no, uh, um, no, the voice, Jack. Why am I not stuck? Well, anyway, so they were on. Um, they ended up going on the thing that they did the Clone Wars panel. If you guys haven't watched it, it's like great because they brought everybody back. Um, oh, James Arnold Taylor. James they brought Arnold them Taylor. all back, and they're just having fun doing the voices and doing the quotes and everything. It was it was a lot of fun watching. That. I think that's my favorite one so far. That one in the Cantina Creatures one. one. Yeah, that was, you gotta I watch it. Yeah, yeah, definitely catch it. those panels because they some wonderful insight yeah. into those. <clears throat> Dive into it. And then you get to see how the, those shows were made with love and appreciation. And which one was I watching? They were talking about the food in there, and, you know, the lighting and all yeah. the stuff. That, just the level of thought that goes into those shows. Oh, and then uh, the other uh, 
the other highlight was watching Steven's tweet scroll by the screen and then watching mine <laughs> scroll by the screen. I thought that was yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I tweeted from the from the show account. And I, was, I was saying to somebody else, I was saying that I kept going on about flipping ha- hashtag. I was saying to somebody else, I was saying, uh, I was saying <laughs> nobody cares about that hashtag. Everybody just wants to do hashtag Star Wars celebrations. Nobody cares about yes, yes, Star Wars. Yeah, I didn't understand the hashtag either. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put a message in here and just see if it works anyway. And How long did it was in within ten minutes of me treating it. Suddenly, my 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 treat was up there scrolling along. The yeah, I, wow. I Stephen, I was watching day one. It was like three in the morning, and I think day two had already started streaming. And so, like, I um I just tweeted while I was watching day two, and then I went the next day when I would go watch um oh that was day one. Uh, when it came on, I'm like, oh, that's already showing my tweet already. And yeah, that was it was during the part where uh, Floney was crying too. So that was that was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Nobody's watching a stupid crawl during that, uh, the, uh, you know, <laughs> something high caliber like that. They're not looking at that crawl. So, so we. It's going to be a rewatchable clip that they show over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, touche. Yeah. Yeah. We are mem- memorized, whatever it is. Yes. What's the, what's the... <clears throat> Immortalized in celebration. Yeah. Immortalized. We're forever there in celebration for years to come on, on YouTube. Uh... And then I like that Steven said, like, I want to see if this works, and I can see. It yes, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but but uh, I tried. That's I, what your that, immortalized tw- er, immortalized tweet says. Is I want to see if this works or something. Yeah, across I want to see if this works. Have to send some post or put up some posts in the in the in the group or whatever. I don't. I saw I the say, the other one, but I don't think I saw that. It was That's pretty stuff. long. Yeah, it said like uh, I want to see if this works, and I can see it on the screen. Then it said, "Let's all be positively Star Wars people." So. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I just uh, I hey. thought, I this I, I thought, thought it works. I thought I want to try and get everybody to listen to the podcast, but I thought there's no way they're going to do that. We're trying there's to create no Star Wars. There's no yeah, way they're going to let that treat on. Uh, mine, said, mine was from the PSW Senate account, and it said uh, this is Star Wars's golden age. So, who do anybody do a um uh, an actual timeline? How much coverage is is on the internet? Like those three four days of of the uh, celebration live stage. We're each hours, at least hours four hours, hours, five hours, seven, seven hours a day, I think, roughly. Wasn't it? Yeah, like six to seven. Yeah, I think Saturday was the longest okay. one because it started earlier. So. And this, and the, and they're now releasing bits and bobs as well, aren't they? Bit by um, so yeah, some, some there was ones. a highlight one for the uh, panel that didn't show at the beginning, the opening, but yeah, hmm. okay, yeah, I'm so, watching it all. <laughs> I'm watching uh, all of them. I'm, I'm almost at the end of day two. I'll write for some more recommendations. If they if they ever put the uh, the High Republic uh, panel up there, I might well watch. Oh, I'm I'm watching that right now. I'm, I'm I just started watching that one. It's at the end of. Uh... So it sounds like they have put it up, Stephen. If, 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 I saw bits and bobs, but I don't know what I was doing at the same time. I thought it wasn't on. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was on the live stream. I'm going to say this, but I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to create work for somewhere in the group. Perhaps we could a post that has a link to all the things that exist the day one post the day two the day three you know a link for all the various videos i mean everybody already has them but to have them captured into one one post might be advantageous helpful one post to, to, to rule them all yeah, the nice thing with the youtube they did this year was that um all the panels are kind of chaptered on youtube uh, oh, on the live stream so oh, yeah nice. so you can skip ahead and see like oh, okay this is this panel okay this is that panel. Yeah, that so is they, useful. that's very useful I really wish, uh, I said it should be a rule of thumb that if, uh, I think I said this to Ryan at the time, but if you're going to put a countdown to a YouTube live stream <laughs> starting, when it, the countdown finishes, you start. Don't down to that time and then come up with, we will with you shortly and it's then just leave, leave hanging for an in, 
It's a now, live organic just, thing. Oh. It's not a production. We don't want a production. Uh, hey, go through the go through the drops. What what? what well, we got, we got one more, what, like, before, before we before we get to that, because Brian has joined us, we were just the first thing we was doing was just saying what were people's personal favorite highlights highlights and vibes from celebrations. So we'll let uh, Ryan have his uh, uh, two pence worth. Um. Honestly, it's just the announcements of finally getting movies, like extra theatrical movies, and then seeing, I can't remember her name without looking it up really quick. Daisy but Whitley. The, <laughs> no, no, the one from the uh, the Acolyte group of people, what I shared with you guys, where it's uh, the not safe for work version that I'll keep off here, where she's just like, you know what, it's so great to oh, be. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, when I looked at everybody, I was just like, holy, <laughs> it's just great. It's there just, were so many like oh I watched the the Andor panel too and Tony Gilroy and all they just kept like dropping like, <laughs> like yeah I'm like S bombs and stuff yeah. like but that. like on the live it was just nice to see someone who is just so infatuated and she I'm sure they all got it talking to like listen this is a live stream yeah you know, we'd hate for to get our funding cut from the UK and we have to raise television taxes but still <laughs> like, but it's like it was just so nice to see them get swept up in the moment where they look at the mm -hmm. crowd they're just like holy moly man this is and it mm. was like no bleeps no blurbs no nothing she was just like oh no sorry which i shared on our facebook group but but other than that the movies just have me it's really everything the movies that have was, me excited that was, that, was so that was slightly more unexpected wasn't it compared to everything else that we uh we heard and they focused a lot on the Acolyte. And honestly, I'm not looking up a lot on the Acolyte. But, um, I mean, I guess we can discuss kind of each of the big panels separately rather than get carried away. So, I mean, are we just going to touch on all the big stuff from Celebration? We're, gonna or? we're going to touch on everything. Every little bit, uh, you know, we're gonna, it's going to, rather than going on for like five hours, we'll have to be like you know, five or ten minutes each thing and, uh, and move along. And when we get to our next uh, episode, we will uh, we dive into some of the more juicier things a bit more succulently. But I just I just love watching the celebration just for the the pure energy and positivity and just seeing people happy. Yeah, uh, um, it's just uh, you know it's just you, you can't put a price you can't put a price on that. Seeing so many happy Star Wars fans and I had it on quite a lot and uh, so much to the point that my mum kept saying, "You turn that down," and uh, she goes, "They're always cheering. What's going on?" I said, "Well, I don't know. They just cheered two seconds ago. Now they're cheering again. So I, I, this is what happens." It's <laughs> Anthony Daniel. They say something and they go, "Yeah." They say something and they go, "Yeah." It's a, it's a celebration. Go, yeah. Why are they shouting one way out? <laughs> it, it 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 speaks to the the celebration. You, know, you see that that when online, and I've always done this. The hashtag, you know, the internet's a megaphone of negativity. It mm -hmm. makes it seem like the fandom is oh, hate Star Wars. Nobody likes it anymore. And, all this. and it's a very very small subset of people that do it for attention dollars or might not genuinely like it. But when you see celebration, and it's an entire crowd of people that like all things Star Wars, so to speak. But you know that that it it, it kind of reaffirms, like you said, Stephen. And you like to see the positivity yeah. behind the, the 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 Star Wars that. To, to sort of reinforce that, no, 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 things are fine, all right? There are people that might not like this, that, or the other thing, or have their gripes, but there is a boatload of people at Celebration celebrating 40-plus years of Star Wars and all the new stuff that's coming out or whatever, that it's, that it, it is well. well that, that place sells out in, like, minutes. In hand. You know, oh, yeah, tickets. <laughs> I tried. I had no chance, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's there's a lot. Of, there's still a lot, a lot of love for this franchise, not not going anywhere. <clears throat> I'm still, yeah, I keep Anybody? testing out all these new franchises. Like I tried getting into Star Trek, and that mm -hmm. franchise uh, and the fandom I, I was don't. like, 
<laughs> red card. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 just kick me out of the game, Steven. <laughs> red card. <laughs> Steven's got a new toy, Ryan. So be yeah, careful. Red, um, red card, red card, and card. So there, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. But, Ryan right. mentioned the 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 actress or whoever that was, the actor. To see those new people, you know, the bigger name stars, they're used to that. But to see those people, I don't think they're prepared for what they're about to walk into like i don't yeah. it seems yeah. like they don't get to see the crowd they're just that stage opens up the those um, star Wars blast doors opens up the steam and everything they walk out and then they see this crowd and that's where they you know mm -hmm. get overwhelmed and curse about oh my god you know i thought this was just gonna be a couple thousand people enjoying star wars there's a sea of faces you know cheering them once so yeah uh, that genuine aspect of it and to see them truly understand and, and get that they're a part of something very very big is, is is fun to watch it is entertaining yeah speaking of which it's time for us to try to uh go through uh as much as we can and i'm just you're gonna put the indie trailer yeah yeah, yeah. Watch the Willow we that the start. we're not doing the indie trailer no more indie <laughs> um and so on on the, on the first date one of the first things that was uh, announced, uh, not live, um, but we did see it when it eventually came on, was the Ahsoka trailer, of course. And the, and the poster, which is just a, basically a, a photo of Ahsoka, but with the uh, slightly more unexpected date of August for it being coming out live on Disney+. Plus. Were we expecting that? that seemed, I was excited to see it was that quick. I think I mean, we talked August about last Senate. Around the corner. said that. Okay. Oh, I don't. I don't know if I knew it was August. Um, so you know, I don't really I follow the rumors year. and speculations yeah. on it. Yeah, I thought maybe year. end of the year. Slightly, uh, slightly earlier. Do we want to go for the trainer now, or do we want to leave trainer to uh, to uh, trailer, Senate, trailer, Senate trailer, 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 trailer. Oh. I mean, I don't mind watching it again with everybody. Yeah, yeah, else. that's that's where I'm at, Stephen. You, you're you're going to mention it, then I'm going to be all giddy to yeah watch it with some friends. So yeah, yeah. I mean, at the point where I've seen it like 20 times already watching the live stream, but like I, you know, I'd say it's probably one of the trainers I've seen the most times. Uh, Maximize, yeah, like it's like the uh, last year they had the Andor trailer rolling over and over again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, did you hear or hear sound then? Yeah, we yeah, heard sound. Maybe we can, I can see it as well. So yeah, go full screen and full screen, full screen. Just, just jump in at the beginning. Oh, it looks gorgeous. It does. Let me just kind of stop and then tad. Okay, let's go. Go. Something's coming. Something dark. I sense it. Yeah, anything to that being red. Hmm. Also, some war. Oh, I was thrilled to see Hera and Chopper in action. Power. And a legit lethal. Oh, that was a thrill to see. It's been a while. Things have changed. Started hearing whispers. Dad is dead. <laughs> About Thrawn's return. As heir to the Empire. We have to prepare for the worst. The Jedi fell a long time ago. 
There aren't many left. Basically, Steven, the robot from Clone Wars they showed, that's, uh, I think, David Tennant's actually it voicing is, him. Apparently, apparently it is. You would not know it, looking at it. We'll leave it up and scrub back and forth through it, Steven. So we, oh, um, yeah. I've a number yeah. of thoughts, yeah. and uh, now uh, it, I mean, it escaped I, I, the background, The background music is just uh, works amazingly with that one. I just love that doom, 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 doom sort of thing going on, and uh, just fantastic. I, I, I just I don't think I've loved the trainer as much as I've loved that one ever. I'm beyond thrilled for Filoni to to live action what he's put in animation story. Um, all those, you know, all that time, energy, and effort he's put into a fantastic story mm-hmm. in animation to then bring that to live action and hopefully have all the tools and not be constrained in any way, shape, or form. Because obviously, animation you can make a lot of things happen um, that you can't with live action. But hopefully yeah. the volume and the, the, all the tools and all the things that Lucasfilm has generated over the years or whatever has let him, you know, hasn't constrained him in, in telling the story. And I don't think it has. I, I really yeah. don't believe that if would be you, true If you all. really get a chance to watch that Clone Wars panel, he talks a lot about the process of moving into live action and, and everything. And it's really, it's really interesting. Like he kind of tells his journey of how he transitioned and, you know, the help from George and everything. So like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, there are my big questions there. from the end of this, um, apart from looks like there's a few more, bit more worlds between worlds. Um, Is that Lothal? Yeah, uh, well, not all of it. That bit there. Well, for those listening, we're seeing her standing where she where puts the lightsabers in the ground, carves the perfect circles to drop down, wondering if that's somewhere on Lothal. I don't, I don't think it would be. As the markings market, on the walls inside of it are the world between world markings, so... Yeah, we do see definitely when she's when she's uh, battling that uh, the chap. I'm gonna call him the chap, the white beard and white hair, uh, the lightsaber and stuff. That looks like it's surrounded by a world between worlds kind of uh, yeah. dome. It does uh, look like it's in that conduit or in thing. that area. It's all not what it seems. I think in 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 that um, in that. Thing. The bit I was gonna come to is about this, just the whole era of it and Thrawn coming back, which we kind of knew was gonna happen anyway, but. Mm. What I'm going to say, it can't last that long because there's been no mention of any of this in the aftermath and stuff. Nobody says that the Empire was gone and suddenly it was back for a year or two and Thorne was at the helm and all this kind of stuff. If it was anything dramatic, you would have thought it would have been referenced before by now. So I'm kind of wondering, how much, how long is this era of this Thorne comeback going to last, really? It can't last that long or be that grand in the grand scheme of things because it can't... Grand. You know what I mean. See what I've done there? It's, it's not being mentioned anywhere else. It's not well, they wrote done. those books before this, Stephen. Sorry? Well, <laughs> I mean, again, just because it's not mentioned doesn't mean it can't exist. I mean, they yeah. can't cover everything that's, you know, designed from 30 years ago and then all of a sudden try to squeeze in all sorts of new stories. It's just one of those where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, we don't talk about it. It you could. I've always like, had... well, where's, where's Ray Sloan and all these other people from the Aftermath books that were supposed to be part of the Empire? I'm like, they're, you know, it's different. You know, facets of well, the just same thinking, story. Obviously, Thrawn's got to be defeated. 
does it mean that Fron's going to be dead? Is it was Fron going to go off to Exegol and stuff like that? I mean, it doesn't seem like likely because he's not really into that kind of stuff. Obviously, Fron's going to be defeated because it doesn't go on for a huge amount of time because there's no great um, yeah. talk about it. So, as someone who's had a problem with Ahsoka coming back or being being paired with Luke to some extent or whatever, and the whole where the hell was she while Luke, while the original trilogy is happening because he really could have used her. She knew a lot about the emperor Vader and everything that's going on. Either, you know, this, you're talking about the short window of time or all of what we see in Ahsoka or most of what we see in Ahsoka, or what's tying up Ahsoka, why she's not a part of the original trilogy is because it's happening, you know, on the other end of the galaxy or another galaxy far, far away. You know, it, 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 it could sort of coincide to some extent but happening far, far away, and it's 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 almost like a uh, a reboot or a timeline split where you have these two things happening at the same yeah. time, but they never intersect. Just as a way to be able to tell another good guy, bad guy story in in this in this in this in this universe that we pretend. So it'd be interesting to see. I kind of agree, Stephen, to 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 see how the timelining of it is. It a short amount of time this Ahsoka series is, is going to talk before? about. Yeah. yeah, where this sort of falls it's not, it's not, in the yeah. timeline. It's not a complaint. Obviously, it's just, I'm excited to work out exactly how the. I'm sure exactly. they completely yeah, yeah. well worked out. Flown well, the, that but, Imperial. Uh, lady that uh, had that best car um, staff, she's in this. Like, didn't she die? Yes. Right. No, but on on that where we saw Ahsoka in 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 Mando, wasn't it? Yeah, that's when she fought. Oh yeah, this is they gave her the staff. But did Ahsoka kill her? I thought she did. Well, she's like, obviously strong, not, because yeah. we see her in there, mm. or if that's a flashback of some sort. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's the time jumps or whatever's going. But yeah, I kind of thought that she. Yeah. Because Ahsoka yeah. went for her um, to find information, whatever. I can't remember if she dispatched her or not. Um, I have to rewatch that episode again. She looks, we're seeing the trailer and we're seeing a picture of her. She looks older, so I don't know that it is a flashback, more so that she's off trying to find Thrawn, warn Thrawn, or just excited to see her, see her in there. You know, it's connective tissue to what we've seen before. Mm-hmm. I do I am curious for those that. I mean, Ryan has, you're, you'd be the closest we'd have to it, but you have since taken on the, the charge of watching Rebels or whatever. But if somebody discounted the cartoons, discounted, the, you know, what do they know of Ahsoka? Yeah, she kind of exists. They've definitely heard of her. She's been in, in live action enough or been in in packaging and materials and whatever yeah. that they have to know who she is or exist to some fashion. But discounted saying, ah, that's cartoons. I'm not watching that. But now that this is live action, I, I it would be interesting to see it from their perspective like they what don't like they, they haven't mentioned anything on Mando about her being Darth Vader's apprentice at all. So if you never watched the cartoons um, or the animated stuff, like there's people watching Mando, they don't know that, you know. So maybe this will dive <laughs> into that a little bit. That's also you know? the thing. These shows are becoming more and more for the fans. I mean, again, it's like I kind of I take Rogue One as a big kind of middle ground where you either learn to love the characters or you don't enjoy the movie because Rogue One introduced all new characters that had almost nothing to do with anybody. Yeah. Um, I ended up loving them and they're some of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars. So that proves to me that it's like, even if there's no backstory to a character, I feel like fans can still get invested while we, and maybe not me fully, but because you know, I'm still, I'm still not done with rebels. I'm halfway done with season four, but it's like, so again, that's not. I don't know where the timeline comes in, or where Ezra's at, or where. Uh, no, you're right, Ryan. That's a fascinating point. 
a good story will make you enjoy the you know the care you know, will make you appreciate the care we any movie um terminate whatever you know it's they're all new characters you're watching this new story and you get invested in them in that two hours so right why not a, why not why not rogue one i'm just you know any movie that you watch those are all new you know any other type of movie that we yeah. would watch those are new characters we don't know anything about them and we're sitting there watching a two-hour movie and we get invested in them for that first time so why not rogue one why not ahsoka so yeah ryan brings up a fascinating point to 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 somebody they don't like you say it doesn't need to be you don't no. need to have the backstory for those of us that do and it's, it's bigger still a really it's cool developed. jedi just running around doing stuff yeah. you know like you've got another jedi running around and you're going to get invested in this character and if you do and you really like it watching ahsoka then there's a whole lot for you to go back and and, mm -hmm. and build upon but you don't have to have that foundation to appreciate the ahsoka to appreciate the rogue one because it's all new characters you just you go watch if it's a good story then you're going to appreciate and and fall for the characters that's yeah. fascinating I mean, that's why they call them easter eggs because us will find the easter eggs other people are just like oh i didn't even notice that you know <laughs> yeah the whole show is going to be easter eggs right yeah. well that looks hey, so take, cool. take a quick poll will we and ahsoka see live action space whales yes yes i think so too I don't know how fully fleshed out, maybe in shadow form or something, whatever. But I, I think I no, think we, we saw get them that in Mando. Egg. We saw them in Mando in uh, live action. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, silhouette. So I guess maybe I, I need to. Pre do we oh, see wait, them? Any they're going to have to do flashbacks at some point, are they? To explain. They're going to have to show his escape. Like that. That's one spoiler that I at least know is that space whales take him. So I mean, they're going to have to show <laughs> escapes. So. They're going to have to show him, I assume. He can't you're just... You're almost done, Ryan. Wait, Ryan, I'll push. Why do they have to show him escape? They have to show who he is. If you're watching Ahsoka and have no other... You know, if you're not a fan, you're a lay person that likes Star Wars. You know, I have a number of people at work like that. You know, well, they enjoyed Star Wars or whatever, and they like it, so they watch it. If you're a lay fan, just knows what Star Wars is and have enjoyed it, you have no idea who Thrawn is. So the or Ahsoka Ezra. series... <laughs> yeah, Ahsoka series... Well, Ahsoka you don't really know either. You know, this whole thing is going to be all new... And I suspect I will field a lot of questions as to who is this? Who's that bad blue bad guy? Where's he, you know, how does he fit to this, that, and the yeah. other thing? And we'll have to, so will they show the escape or will they just show well, or explain that he's to. a bad guy? They're going to have to. Fans are going to demand it. Like, yeah, you can easily just have him step out and be like, yeah, I'm Thrawn. And even people who haven't watched Rebels are aware of Thrawn because maybe from the EU. So the older fans and stuff like that, they may know Thrawn by name, but the ending is not the same as the EU. Like this is strictly for rebel fans type of stuff. Um, and well, you have canon, to yeah. show how he, you have to show how he returns. You can't just have him much like you can't just be like somehow Thrawn returned and the well, fans I'll accept that, but I won't accept Palpatine, even though well, that's why I question it, right? We have to show he returns or we have to show who he is. Because I don't know as a fan, I I knew I mean I, I know where he went because of rebels, but I the, think it's could he also be introduced? I guess he was introduced in Rebels. Could he be introduced in Ahsoka? Well, his return is more important, I think, to fans because right. they're building Thrawn. Because a lot of people, including myself, who really isn't an animation CGI fan, um, they we know who Thrawn is. And they could easily introduce Thrawn in the show because they've been dropping the name. They dropped it in Mandalorian. They dropped it now. Touché. And they dropped his return. So they're, you know, and even Moff Gideon brings up the name. So they're building his threat and they're building his mystery. And for the lay fan, you could say, so big, like, okay, yeah, this guy's definitely a threat. Let me Google some stuff, maybe find out more about him. 
but all the fans who's been around Thrawn for a long time, they're going to want to know, like, dude, you were <laughs> yanked out of your ship and disappeared into hyperspace. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I watched Spoilers. Rebels, and I still don't know why Thrawn's important. So. <laughs> yeah, believe me. He's I'm just not... another bad guy. Yeah, he's just. Bit... that's all they got to know is that there's a sinister bad guy that's out there. He's going to try to come back. But they so, do. It's... Ahsoka, they do in the trailer, and as as Ryan pointed out, and Amanda, whatever, they do talk about Thrawn and Thrawn's return. Yeah, his return, his return, his return. So yeah, they, they do have to do something to address oh, the ghost. Uh, what he is or whatever. That's so Steven's scroll, scrubbing through the the trailer, or whatever, and that was those shots of Lothal, the 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 spire where we first see Ezra, the ships that are flying in atmosphere, the Hera, the chopper, all oh, those. That scene on the spire with the with the. Sabine standing up there, that's totally yeah. taken from Rebels. Like it's Right, right. That's like the opening shot or one of the shots in Rebels or the last shot in Rebels or something like that. Yeah, there it is, Stephen. That is gorgeous. Live action Rebels coming to life. Springs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thrawn, Thrawn's definitely be a bit, like, again, I'm not a big fan of Thrawn. I don't get why he's, really, I feel like he's just a nostalgia character because people had nothing else. But I'm excited to learn more, and maybe they'll make him cool rather than a guy who just stands behind a keyboard and is like, attack with your left flank and do two-thirds on your right flank, and then that's it. Like, well, that is not... That was, his, that was his mo in Rebels. He definitely took a lot of heat as as uh, this plan's going exactly or this this plan that has blown up is going exactly as I planned. Kind of He's going to show back up and on the space bomb be like it was all part of my plan. Wait, Do so we know how many episodes it is? I don't, I don't know. I don't think but, I heard so, that anywhere. So, Sarah Fawn is bit like the end of the Scooby episode. I heard it was eight eight episodes and six directors. Not enough, in my opinion. All no, these not. shows need to be 25 episodes in an hour each. As long as they're not 25 minutes. <laughs> they're finding their niche with movie length. They're, it's almost like yeah. a couple of movies. It's almost well, like touche, they're big. Yeah, right. If they're eight like episodes and they're each yeah. 45 hour and 15 or something, then yeah, they're, some, they're substantial. Yeah. I just I love know, the connective tissue. Seeing oh, yeah, leave it, leave it on seeing this, uh, everything. Leave it on this scene. Uh, That's the, the Senate, I guess, the senators that are left. So you got a uh, guy with a bunch of eyes, and then you got Mon Mothma again. So I'm wondering, is this, shouldn't Mon be older and have the short hair that she did on Return of the Jedi? So is this another flashback? I don't think she's left. Are we going to see her leave in Ahsoka? Mon no, I guess we, I guess we would see her leave in Andor. Cause this is. Yeah, that's way earlier. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, this would be well after. Well, that, the guy on the right of her flashback. is, uh, Kazuto, uh, um, Kaz's, um, dad from, uh, Resistance. So, and he was older on that show. So. It looks like he's a little younger here. So yeah, this is, this is probably just a council of people who are trying to reestablish, you know, the new republic type of thing. So I just I take issue with Mon's hair. <laughs> well, it just oh. depends on the timeline piece, or whatever. She grew uh, it out hey, after Return of the Jedi. When Ahsoka's fighting the guy, she does this weird back kick thing. Have we seen Ahsoka do that before in animation? Where am I? Boy, that seems so sort of familiar, but back couldn't. Kick. Uh, I don't know if there's a wall there when she does it. Anyway, that looked. I'm sure that was Sean Clooney when I first saw this. Sean Clooney in Star Wars. <laughs> um, I didn't even—that's Ray Stevens. I didn't recognize him. He doesn't even look look like a, like him. Like at one thirteen, yeah, go a little bit more, Stephen. You'll see what I'm talking about. But yeah, this is an exciting. Whatever this world between worlds is, whoever the gray bearded uh, bad guy is, just makes you excited to see some some. Yeah, uh, it's a whole dome around them, isn't it? So it sure seems like it, right? Is yeah. that a lighting fixture? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where you have a pause that looks <laughs> that like from the set. 
Is that from a this? set lighting picture? It clearly cannot be. Get the volume. Not. There's no lighting like that. Could, couldn't have missed a lighting rig. Um, I'm just going to add There's a coffee cup there, isn't there? It's a coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's left a Starbucks in the corner. If you have that, well, that lightsaber, they kept referring it to it as an orange lightsaber. Yeah. Which it doesn't really look too red. It reminds well, me Vader's of Vader's is pink. Yeah, Vader's is pink. It reminds me of the uh, the poster from the movie. The um, it's come even coming out the same kind of sword as what Darth Vader's holding, like the flat, you know, broadsword looking thing. And then in that scene right there, where you just put that, I was confused. I'm like, okay, is this guy like alternate universe Darth Vader? Because he's doing the same thing as Darth Vader yeah. did in Rogue One, and it's the same <laughs> Rebel troopers. Yeah. Well, that's and how. Like, Troopers look, and if you're gonna kill rebels, that's how they're gonna look. But he picks them up, chokes them, throws against the walls, same way like Darth Vader does in Rogue One. So, well, watch you see. I'm just saying. Yeah, you brought up interesting. Yeah, is it like the world between worlds? Is it like this alter? Uh, you know, I sure hope yeah. not. Weirdness, timeline, and that's, weirdness. That's other like Ahsoka that he has. Other, with yeah, him. other Vader and other Ahsoka or something would be yeah. ooh, uh, would would be very very weird. Now I just assumed it's another bad guy roaming through some hole somewhere doing something. He's a variant. Um, yeah. It was a, <laughs> but you're right. Um, it could be. It, it could be stuck in a world between worlds or timeline. I, I hope Did we not. see April Ludgate um, with a from Parks and Rec with a lightsaber? No, oh, well, she, she, she looks like her. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. That reminds Cyrus. Um, <laughs> that was an interesting character design. The, the hologram braid on though. She, the, the, oh, she does. Didn't mm -hmm. I missed that? The yeah, hologram even has pulled up. Um, very as Sabine looking at a hologram. We're to assume that that's as you know she's looking at something from Ezra. Yeah. Now she likes Ezra. Where was yeah when he was pining over her during the show? Huh? <laughs> it's very um, it's very um, standard to attention in that hologram, isn't it? It's very uh, his arms right down by his side and takes like mm -hmm. a it's like a. Mob. That's well, I thought it was like a static picture himself. or something because I don't think she was yeah, he was talking or anything. It was just uh, right, didn't, he, leave, didn't just, he leave a message? Well, I don't want to spoil it for Ryan, but like yeah, he, at one point he does uh, leave a message. That's his license photo. Did Hera seem <laughs> a little too, a little too young? young? Yeah, I think age wise she's fine, but is what it is. Yeah, she just didn't seem as motherly in the in live action, but I was still thrilled and excited to see her. The sets um, in the in the trailer and the action in the trailer definitely makes you excited to watch. It. They were they were talking to uh, Dennis Soka. Lawson. Um, they're like, well, how do you feel that your nephew and now your nephew's wife are now in Star Wars too with you? <laughs> the, well, no, but no, found that. Who's his wife? Uh, Obi Wan and uh, Hera. They're married. Uh, Hugh McGregor. That's his wife. Mary, that's uh, what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Didn't know that. So the lady playing Hera is is Ewan McGregor's wife. Yeah. yeah. I, don't say that like I should know that. Didn't know that. Cool. <laughs> and then that's, that's the Stephen uh, the Chancellor scrubbing through the uh, um, trailer again or whatever, and we're seeing the droid that says maybe we should begin again. That's the droid that helps the younglings build yeah. lightsabers, right? He gave that Wookiee his lightsaber. Yeah. Voiced by David Tennant from Doctor Who. <laughs> Got the backpack and everything. Oh, yeah. And a monocle. So and let's not forget, Lars Mikkelsen is doing the live-action announcement for Thrawn. So yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, he did the voice, right? Yeah, he yeah. was the voice of Thrawn, and now he's playing Thrawn. I'm like, okay, and his that brother works out. is uh, Galen Ursa. <laughs> yep, the Mikkelsens. Yeah, using. So, right, moving on from Ahsoka, because we're, we're sure we'll talk about that again uh, next time round. We had the news from Celebration of Free. That's one, two, and three new Star Wars movies being announced. 
Legit announced because they had her, they had her on stage. That was uh, yes. beyond thrilling oh, yeah. to see Daisy. I, didn't, I, didn't, I saw I saw a clip of that. I didn't know that. I didn't know until about two or three days after that she was actually on on stage. No, I, I saw been, that first on Twitter, like before it even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a level so, of commitment that I'm happy to see. So we've that got thing that I never expected because I was always like, oh, they'll maybe make a movie post Rise of Skywalker and I was always adamant it will never, ever happen. If anything, they will do novels and they will do comics, but I was like, they will never re- they will never do anything post Rise of Skywalker. And oh, I, gotta, it's, you, it's really, you discount the power of n- nostalgia? Because those kids that grew up watching the mm-hmm. sequel trilogy as their Star Wars introduction or whatever... Oh. Ray and Finn and Poe are there. Or grown-ups in their nost- 40s that like them. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The power of nostalgia always had me thinking that if the you know if there's a good story to be told, again, not just making Star Wars just to make it, but if they have some good story to tell, they can bring those people back. I am surprised it is as soon as it is. But till it's out, it'll be, what, 15 years since since uh, The Force Awakens, right? Till yeah. we actually see yeah, the movie, actually, perhaps? I think it's fine. Yeah, they didn't get I any think time. they said two years between every movie, so by the time it would come out, it'd be 2029. So, yeah, well, we'll be older. So we've got so it's free. Just quickly say there's three movies. It's James Mangold's movie, which goes back to the Dawn and the Jedi, and then we get Dave Filoni, who's going to be focused on New Republic and closing out everything that we see at in near the, the end. Boba Fett and Ahsoka, and other Disney Plus series. He said it says. Group, and then we get Shermin. Obad Shinoi's film, which will be set after the events of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker and feature Disney Brady Ridney back as Rey as she builds a new Jedi Order. That's uh, so awesome. Very uh, interesting. Wow. I mean, this in itself is something you could discuss for hours. All great but, ways uh, to start new franchises. You, you jump 15 years for the new Ray movie. She can already have, you know, somewhat of a Jedi temple going. Mm-hmm. The new Rep- got all their crap together. Like, that's a good time jump. And obviously, it's a time jump that I hoped we're seeing Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I was like, man, they need to jump 10 years. So, like, Broom Boy can be in it. So, Ray can have, like, some more trainees. And they can, go can be in it. <laughs> oh, I believe me. I've been saying that a lot. I was like, the only way they're gonna make something post sequel is if Grogu's in it. There's that's yeah, because Mando's gonna be dead by that time because <laughs> he's so, only human. Yeah, I guess for the rape, but yeah, it's it'll be interesting if this is like a kickoff for a new. And it, not everything has to be a trilogy, even though trilogy movies are almost told better now yeah. just because like big expansive stories. But this is a great kickoff to. And it doesn't have to be like the Ray trilogy. It doesn't have to be anything. It can just be, they literally call it the what? New Jedi Order. So it can yeah. tell a ton of stories and explore everything. And it can bring in new bad guys other than the Sith type of stuff. Obviously, they're still bringing in Sith for Ahsoka. Sith-like, and we don't truly know it yet. But um, but yeah, it's. I got to say, my mind was, it's not the one I'm most excited for, but it's the one I was most surprised at. Like 100%. I was blown away. I was like, no way. So, there, there's ground for some good stories there with like some students that might turn and you know a lot of drama with that and so that I'm excited I want to see like a bunch of lightsabers fighting a bunch of lightsabers so that that's what uh, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to. Well, I gotta say that all three of these movies announced 
Um, it doesn't seem they won't be heavy on like lightsaber action. Dawn of the Jedi is twenty five thousand years prior. There really isn't any Jedi or Sith. We have, you know, uh, the new Jedi Order, which there's only Jedi, so there won't be a ton of stuff. And then we have the Mandalorian, Favreau universe movie, the Favreauverse movie, and there's really no Jedi there either. So it's none of these eras really. Well, I think are we're gonna get it in the in the Ray movie. I think we're gonna get. Pretty I much mean, be the focus. The problem is, anytime you you the lightsaber is so powerful, the only thing that can go against it is usually another saber or an electro staff. You know, type of. But an electro staff just isn't as cool as a saber. So that's the problem with something so strong as a lightsaber. Usually, only another lightsaber is just as cool. So, I mean, they can bring in stuff from the High Republic, um, Ryan, like the Nameless and all that stuff. So that'd be kind of cool. Bring the Nile back to the future. Well, that was even explored in the comics for the in the Vader series, and they decimated them. So I think the Nile the Nile's long past. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so many so much potential. I'm I'm super excited. They had speculated that they were going to drop three movies um, before Celebration. Everybody was wondering what they're going to be, and I called it. I said they're going to do Episode Ten, which this isn't really Episode Ten, but in yeah, my brain I'm going to call it Episode Ten. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> so do we know which one's first? The chicken or the egg? Um, I don't know. know. Coming in, or I'm assuming the Mando movie would be first. Yeah, me too. I guess that first because that's the one that has the most backstory built into it. And there's no talk of any season three of Mando, so I think that's going to wrap it up, right? I I didn't hear anything about season three of Mando. No. So yeah, uh, four. You mean season four? Amanda, yeah. Four, yeah, four, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that no, that is strange. That is conspicuous by his absence, isn't it? Isn't they're going to do like Walking Dead where they're going to make the Rick oh. movie that comes out years later. You know, you don't know what happened to him and, you know, something like that. Who knows? Or just jump franchises there. I'm just picking up what you mean, yes. <laughs> but the the Filoni Mando movie, that's the one I'm the most excited for. And not, and again, I'll say, I say it all the time. I'm it's not going to be so huge. I'm not the biggest Filoni fan. I'm just like, okay, yeah, Filoni does great. I'm happy for him. And he's having this long build it career. And it's like great to see a real Star Wars fan get all this comeuppance and all this love and stuff like that. But the fact is that like, and even for the High Republic, I've been saying what they need to do is build, you know, tell all these backstories and books and then just make a movie by surprise. Like phase three of the High Republic would be an awesome movie. And if people want the backstory, they just read all these novels. It's a perfect setup. Well, now they're taking that idea where it's like, oh, you know, all these shows we've been showing you. And I swear, just a couple of weeks ago, there was an article that was like, how does Mando end? Because someone straight up asked Favreau and he's like, I really don't have an ending plan. Well, now they're saying like, we got this movie and this wraps it up. So if it and that'd be a big task to really commit to ending this story that is a massive moneymaker to have Mandalorian, uh, the story of Grogu, Ahsoka, the book of Boba Fett. Like all if these really do all come together into an Avengers level movie, that could be it might go against Thrawn. Like we don't know if Thrawn's gonna be the big bad guy of this of whatever this man of the Filoni movie is. Um, well, and then we don't know what skeleton key or crew skeleton crew is going to be about. But um, spoiler from the trailer that I saw, the pirate guys are in there from uh, Mando, so it, it's tied in. Yes, Ryan. Ryan, you talked yeah, about right. the High Republic and you know having all these stories, and then we'll just go make a movie out of those. I think that works for us as fans. But would would that movie 
work for John Q. Public? Would that movie serve to confuse? You know, that movie, that story, I guess, that would be told in movie form would have to be cherry picked or, or one that's well formed to, to not confuse. I don't know if confuse is the right word, but well, just, wouldn't, wouldn't like I don't know fans... if John Q. Public's going to care, but it gets back well, to what we talked about earlier. If it's a good story, then they will care about the characters and, and the we're, we're gonna have acolyte and stuff fill in the some blanks so it's like you know announcing the mando movie like we are as ago, fans nobody but would know about mando john q public yeah oh i i totally believe that phase three of the higher public could be a movie because you can honestly cover a big majority of it with just this the the scroll like you cover it, it's like marky on is the leader of the terrorist group known oh, as the nile call, yeah and he yeah. sanctioned off you know, the outer rim of the galaxy, the Jedi hide. I wouldn't say the Jedi hide appear, but the Jedi have removed themselves from the battle because of his mighty, you know, the monster of the nameless type. They could easily just set all that the up. Crawl could set it all up. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's really what it is. The Jedi, you know, he's pushed the Jedi back. He's sanctioned off a quarter of the galaxy and he, and by this time, Marky and Roe has, acquired so many weapons and so many robots you can just tell the story and they can give slight backstories for characters like avar chris and they can mention the elzar man i, I want to see live action nubs from the... sold brian i'll green light it you had me because right that was george's thing is to have this uh the the serial and the thing to have yeah. the crawl do what i was c- concerned about in terms for the lay fan the crawl can set up the story and then boom let's drop see some right visuals and, and yeah drop you into the middle something explain enough to get you up to speed for those that have read the books that they know a lot more behind it but not necessarily and john q public could be up to speed for such a such a thing or whatever yep I, i'll green light it now that's awesome and unfortunately it's never going to happen because they already announced <laughs> the books but still like my ultimate hope is like that would have been a perfect setup because even look at a new hope he mentions the clone wars and, and i'm sure everyone was like well i mean it's a different type of fan than it is today well but like if you just say oh yeah we fought in the clone wars everyone would be like whoa dude wait 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 what was the clone and then you'd have all these videos talking about it i mean and you could easily do that with a story that's been building for four or five years but Onto the Filoni movie, it's great that, and that's the thing, I always wondered, I was like, what's the end game with Mando? Like, we all love a big hero sacrifice, you know, we're, these are loved characters. People want to know what happens to Ahsoka, they want to know what happens to all the rebels, they want to know what happens to the throne, like, it'd be great to have this big Avengers-style closeout three-hour movie called Heir to the Empire, and it's a battle against Thrawn and an army, whatever they decide, I don't know, but I hope, and again, I'm not a big Thrawn fan, but I'm not. A, I shouldn't say I'm not a big Thrawn fan yet. I haven't had anything that really impresses me. I don't dislike him. Um, I just just like he hasn't really impressed me as much as like Markeon Rowe per se. But if you build him to be a cool villain on TV and he does all this crazy stuff, then it's just going to create you know more fans. They're going to want to go back and go watch Rebels and all this stuff. So uh, if if they just make a big move and they can't just have Thrawn be a one off in Ahsoka, it's Thrawn. He was what. And I, I'll recognize his his legend, really. He really did help create the expansion of the Star Wars universe. And he deserves a really big movie, uh, even if it's like his death or at least the death of whoever. Because uh, honestly, we got to close up some of these threads because really in The Force Awakens, you know, in the original trilogy, like where was Ahsoka? Where is Ezra? Where is all these people like Hopefully we get some stories and we stop asking all these questions like where was Ahsoka when the Empire was bombing with a Death Star? It's just like we have to create all these stories. So I'm hoping they just 
tell it in a big movie and it feels so great to just and all these people are like man, i don't know if i'm gonna watch book of boba fett well now boba fett's joining you in the battle and you have well, Bo-Katan, and this you adds have to the validity like, of like the animated shows because now like whatever cartoon they come out with now like there's potential for that character to be brought into live action now you know so even like with resistance that people didn't really watch but they could they're bringing those characters into it now with Ahsoka so like that's that's cool like everybody that watched all that stuff and you're watching it now like you know those characters someday maybe could potentially be stars of a movie which and brought into the actual fold of the live action universe which is what's awesome and all of this is for the really deep cut fans so for the fans that were committed to the show week by week the animated show week by week you're like that's real committed fans you know because this wasn't like I said it wasn't for me at the time I'm watching it because it's a story of Star Wars that is becoming so big. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to put some of my time into this because it's a big story now. Um, it's a big connection. So it's this is strictly for the fans. And it's like, first of all, I don't get the hate about it, but it's like, this is big. And, I, you know, it's, it's just, it's just so crazy that made it for decades. Average, like, junkie public person, like, had no idea what a Mandalorian was before this show, <laughs> you know? Now it's like household common knowledge. They don't know who Ron is. They don't know who Ahsoka is. Um, But they can easily just be being that that person's cool. Oh, they're in an animated show. Maybe I'll check that out. Like it's well, the good exciting part doing so good. The good exciting part to it too is that it's Filoni and he's original trilogy era fan. So he would have some of some of the same sort of questions. He would have had them when George says, Oh, I want to give uh, Anakin a Padawan or Anakin had a Padawan and he's like, Wait, what? I don't know he, he about said that. A celebration kind of... that so, uh, George still gives him notes. <laughs> I don't doubt that, honestly. Yeah. And and so he's going to address, he's going to have those same sort of, you would think anyway, to have the same sort of, wait, where was Ahsoka during the original trilogy? So he, in theory, not that he needs to address that, but knows that that needs addressed if we're going to be, you know, you can't, you can't skirt around that or have it too close and just just you know brush it aside the original trilogy is huge in terms of the rebels and the death star and all that sort of stuff the, the vader being a part of it with ahsoka in play like in two years though isn't it so like between like when she's last saw in rebels and then the end of the ot isn't well it like comes full circle now is the right it, it, the timeline that's what steven said at the very beginning it's a very small window of time yeah but is it far, far away? And then it can go as long as it would need to get, you know, it's completely a disconnect. We're right back to where we are of, of it's all in the same timeline. There's just two paths being drawn, two forks of it that, that run parallel and maybe converge somewhere, somewhere, somewhere down along. Cause we don't know how long, right. We don't necessarily know how long Ahsoka's live, the Togrudas live. Right. Um, so we, where could she Some of be? The people in, in her village are pretty old. Right? Could she be in this? Could she be around alive in the sequel trilogy era? Could she be around alive in the new Ray movie they announced, giving her one last bit of wisdom before she passes away? Yeah. You know, if she yeah, if she gets me. established in this in this in this TV show and two or three seasons, if they make a movie about Ahsoka or something, well, no, they couldn't make it a movie about it because they didn't announce it. But the TV show could establish Ahsoka enough. To where could she be in the Ray movie, passing off one nugget of wisdom or something to to Ray, spitballing? You know, did she mm. live long enough to be able to do something like that? It would make for neat connective tissue for well, sure. And that was the whole thing with uh, Episode Three. Like, well, where was she in Episode Three? She probably died, and she didn't. So, I mean, she was busy doing. We know now she was busy doing something on the other side of the galaxy, you know, during Order sixty six and all this stuff. So, 
you could have right. her what doing the, an adventure during, you know, during the OT. The exactly. That's yeah. the beauty of Star Wars storytelling. That right. You, you, we, we present these questions and we get bent out of shape. But wait, where the heck? And then some creative came up with a beautiful story as to where she was and why she's not there at the Order of Sixty Six. Watching those episodes and having her so close to telling them about or, or whoever, you know, just just a heartbeat away from it all unraveling or coming to fruition for a bunch of people, and it doesn't happen. It was so gut-wrenching so hard so oh it was was powerful i guess is is what it was to watch that and to know the bigger picture that we knew of with order 66 and what's about to throw down and she is dispatched and goes off to something else or is is off handling whatever else she's off that she's not a part of that this was wonderful wonderful storytelling that was not designed in 99 maybe george had something you know george came up with ahsoka but no uh, you know it was not part of any plan back in 97 98 when we're creating the phantom menace and the sequel trilogy story so that that's the beauty to me that will always be the beauty of star wars storytelling wait you fought in the clone wars with my father totally skipped over for years how many years and then we get scads and scads of clone Wars stories that add to that kind of thing whatever and that same panel of the Lucasfilm stuff where they announced the three films, they we didn't get to see it. Well, unless you look at these some of this stuff on on the internet. Um, there was a, a look at Andor season two and or some of the uh, cast and crew and stuff. Oh yeah, that, that was the other. One. Don't feel there's too much to talk about uh, there. Uh, one one spoiler from the trailer: um, cereal does eat cereal again in season. Yes, two. I just say I saw that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, as, you, as you said, it like more of the same, but I'm sure... It did. We, I didn't know if they intercut, like... It should be more exciting from... than the trainer. I don't think the trainer was a trainer, really. It was just a series a of teaser. images. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we also got to find out about the Aconite uh, a bit more, and that, oh, that uh, so we've got a Wookiee Jedi, and uh, uh, a new yes. one, uh, Kalnaka. Kanaka? I think I've got that yeah. right. By the chap who previously played Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah, they put a lot of focus on the Wookiee Jedi, and I'm just like, I've seen plenty of Wookiee Jedi. Like, yeah, I, I know. I thought that was kind of weird too. Like, oh, there's a Wookiee Jedi. I'm gonna say it again. Like, there's like the third Wookiee Jedi that there's. Like... Got High Republic. Like, he just appeared in Bad Batch again. Like, I was like, we got plenty. Like, it's gonna be cool to see it in live action. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can't smell his fur burning, but I mean, other than that, I'm like, okay, cool. It's coming live action. He's That's wearing neat. clothes, but I mean, and I'm, glad it's, I'm glad it's the same actor. I mean, he just plays all the Wookiees now. I'm like, great, just swap out the head. Yeah, he was saying that like he kind of like, he liked doing this role because he didn't have to like be Chewbacca or be something. He could make up his own character for the Wookiee, you know. So he he didn't have to like adhere to previous. Yeah, that things, that's so. that's the exciting part for the actor to to give mm-hmm. him some props to right to let him create his own uh, Wookiee as you said and and do it his way. I was very excited and beyond thrilled uh, for him to to have that and and looking forward to to that story and just seeing like you said need more Wookiees a live action live action Wookiee. Presenting was awesome. I want to see more Wookiees in in live action. It's they're hard costumes to do, but yeah. I'm looking forward to them. Have you have you guys seen the stills of mm. how he looks like? He's wearing yes. like the yellow uh, Jedi robes. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like a man bun. Like he's got, just looks like he's just come out of the shower, really. He's got sort of like a <laughs> sort of the tunic towel thing, um, toga things, a lot sort of uh, Roman kind of a toga thing on. Sort and of then, thing. and then Ryan, they had the uh, announcement of uh, one of the characters from Acolyte playing um, what's her name, Vern, Vernestra Rowe. Oh yeah. yeah, what a shock that was. 
Like, I had to go back because I seen it posted online and I straight up told people, I was like, no, that's not Vern. You guys are wrong. It's 150 years. I mean, that's 150 years space. Like, it's not going to happen. And then it was like, from Star Wars, they showed me the Star Wars tweet. And I was like, oh, I'm wrong. Okay, wow. Like, I did yeah. not expect that. So, Ron, Vern is in the High Republic. She's a, she's the youngest person ever to become a Jedi Knight, right? Like, like you mean, you're talking like, you know what I mean, Vern guy? That guy's still around? Yeah, she's in, she's in the books that we always talk about. Her name's Vernesta. Yeah, her name's Vernesta Rowe. She's, like, supposed to be the youngest Jedi ever. Um, Jedi Knight. Until now, she's going to be in this Acolyte show, and she's old, I guess. And she's got a saber that turns into a whip. And she's, yeah, yeah she's got the saber that turns into the whip. I think you remember that discussion. This is for for the High Republic fans. This is huge because personally, I've been saying Vanessa Rowe is going to have a big role in Phase Three because she's getting all this. She's just building all this story. I was like, man, she's going to do something big in Phase Three. Like honestly, if someone's going to kill Markian Rowe, I really think it's going to be her. I don't. Well, she's got a big scar on her head and she's bald now, so it's like, what happened? You know? Yeah. So it's like. And again, she has 150 years of adventures that she can do, which is no big deal. They could just fill that in. I don't care that she her head shaved and she's scarred. Like I said, we have hundreds of years to fill in information. Yeah. But I just feel like the character just felt important uh, in the High Republic. So I was like, okay. But then to go this far, to go beyond that, and to actually take a character from the High Republic and put him in live action. The first live action character from the High Republic. And I've seen characters from the comics from the High Republic. They pulled them in. Like Luke Skywalker met Elzar Man, the ghost of Elzar Man. Like he's seen his holocron and stuff like that. So these characters have been popping up. But for Vernesta Rowe to be the first live action High Republic character, other than, you know, Yoda, Yoda something like that, yeah. it's huge. He doesn't it's count. huge. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that just makes me even more excited for her. So I like, love when they interconnect everything and it, everything bleeds over into the other thing. It's that's so. What was the Star announcement Wars. with regards to Acolyte? Well, we we got it. They had a trailer. It's coming. That's it, it was you know, a movie. It was, a show, it was heavily a series episode. Or, it's a series uh, streaming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it was said, heavily, um, heavily said that this is from the perspective of the villains and that uh, yeah. it's not a lot of bad guys around apparently. Uh, it's very yeah yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of um, um action martial arts. Brian, martial arts uh, Trinity for the Matrix, stuff. isn't it? It does look yeah, yeah, Carrie Ann Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, yeah. She's in it, yeah. I'd say it looks uh it looks I mean if if they they put that trainer online, I mean that would have probably beat beat Ahsoka. Yeah, or, it would have uh, it would have watched been. Was that just an absolutely um top draw? Um but unfortunately they didn't, so just, did they announce specifics, or what's the speculation? Something we see next year? It's coming in 2024. They changed the logo, and I had to go back and look at the previous logo to work out what they changed. And play just change? the O. Just the O. <laughs> the O? Yeah, was different. Different, yeah. font, different font, and the O is a bit white. That's hmm. it. Um, I was like, well, I can't tell the difference. But, uh, yeah. Or Omega? I, no. Does it, <laughs> say does it's, it have... I guess the Mandalorian doesn't have Star Wars in it either. In terms of its title, for the lay fan that it's dropping or whatever, it'll be under that Star Wars heading or that banner on Disney Plus. But it doesn't say Star Wars in, in Star Wars the Acolyte or in the Mandalorian, right? It doesn't say Star Wars the Mandalorian. It just says the Mandalorian that you have to know it's tied to Star does Wars. Does it say Star Wars the Mandalorian? I don't think so. That's what I'm wondering. Or does or did they put Star Wars on everything? I feel like oh, on the trailers when it first came out, like Star Wars the Mandalorian. I, 
Hmm. If you can't not know it's Star Wars, it does. I'm looking at the action figure right now, and it says Mandalorian. But I mean, it's an action figure box, so maybe it's different. Hmm. And we also, of course, also that same Lucasfilm panel, they did a bit more about the Skenton crew, which showed a lot of the bunch of uh, kids. Oh, that looked like ET. That looked looked pretty cool, like Goonies ET. In Disney, I just jumped to Disney Plus, and it says Star Wars: The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, that one, that one, yeah. So actually, Skeleton Crew, they, there was a teaser for that. Oh, there's some stills, wasn't there? Was it some no, it was a t- it was trailer. I watched like trailer, yeah. I did yeah. see, I did see some of that, and that looked actually more interesting than uh, than I was initially expecting. But I think Acolyte, for me, all that Acolyte has gone straight uh, right up there. And oh. I guess that's why I asked that question because the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew are generic terms. That I think should need the you know the Star Wars banner wrapped around them and some. Whereas Mandalorian, well, is, I think that's why they changed the O to make it look more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Mandalorian is truly a Star Wars term. So did it have the Star Wars around it? But Ryan sort of confirmed that it did. So I would suspect the acolyte and the skeleton crew will be wrapped in some fashion with Star Wars around them to, to help people tie them in. It looks like the acolyte is the original image says Star Wars the acolyte. Okay, yeah. cool. And Star Wars Skeleton Crew as well. Which and they did the same thing with Solo and Rogue One. It's Star Wars Story, Rogue One, or Solo. So it's it is wise that they keep and even the new image has Star Wars above it. So they're definitely branding it as a Star Wars universe. Yeah, for the and I think they should rightfully so. Like I say, for that for that common fan. And the main, one of the main things, mm-hmm. the main things about the Skeleton Crew is we found out that Jude Law is playing a Jedi uh, in it. So um, it's that slightly interesting as well. Something more interesting. I'm sure it's going to be more interesting than it is. And there's obviously some live arc on it. Uh, somebody's doing some um, Andy Circus kind of style CGI stuff, aren't they? Because they're walking around in that trainer with a thing over the head. Um, so obviously they must be a full-blown alien, one of the kids. Um, so what of so. the drops that we had, what was truly... What was truly new and surprising, right? We knew Ahsoka was coming. We 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 knew the Acolyte. We knew Skeleton Crew. The movies is what truly. Yes. We we had ideas that they had to be coming out with new movies, but but the movie drops. Was there anything else that was truly surprising, truly new? Uh. This As you right? go down through the list. Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what I mean. That was a that was a total surprise. I mean, we all speculated that they were going to or needed to, but hearing that drop and hearing that say, you know, a new movie. Well, we also, yeah, we also really... got uh, we also got news that Tales of the Jedi season two is is coming oh. back. I kind of uh, think we lot of, was there any much more information about that? I'll just have a look yeah, and came out. There's a trailer for Visions season two. Yep. Yep. There was that as well. Um, oh, maybe uh, maybe I'm conflating the two. All right, visions it, we is knew, the animated it, houses. We knew that we were getting another one of those. That wasn't new, but the tales right. of the Jedi well, is truly the, new. The trailer. I mean, as yeah. you know, I wasn't certainly that overly excited about the the volume one of, of visions. I say the trailer for visions two got me pumped oh, up. I can't. So I, agree, I agree. Oh. I agree, Chancellor. Yeah, I just brilliant. Uh, it's like taking it to an. Can we say that? Taking it to another level. I hate it when they say that in TV. Ticket to the limit. Yeah, they're dialing it up to eleven. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I I I still got probably at the end of my head. It's not canon. It's not canon, but um, it did look 
It's, it seems just like the animation houses, the bar was set with with the volume one or whatever that they were like, all right, well, what can we, you know, that they all wanted to up their game in terms of visual quality and hopefully the story as well. Well, I feel like the season one of Visions is probably more serious than the vision than season two of Visions. Yes. Just because like the studios they use are very like we're going to be able to see Star Wars and Claymation type of stuff. It's good. Yeah, on, we were getting know, Wallace and Gromit, right? We were getting oh, that yeah. stuff. Wallace and Gromit style. Yeah, that's going to be cool. It just makes me smile. Nothing else. It just brings right? a big smile yep. to my face. I'm, this just looks fun. Straight. I've, only watched, like, I've only watched. Oh, yeah, there it once. is. Right. That's a great. Yeah, that's a. And I, I don't. Well, we might. Get, we won't get that uh, two trins battling on top of a starfighter oh. space <laughs> and three arms and uh, six hundred lightsabers going off and stuff. As 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 interesting as that was, this looks. Uh, well, this looks a bit more like robot chicken, didn't it? Um, um, sort of stuff. They're a lot more fun. That that first first bad guy they show that kind of looks like somebody from like a Darth Malak kind of that guy looked cool, like I don't know I want to see what what these stories are. And of course, we, it's also said that Bad Batch season three is coming next year, and it will be the last the last the final yeah. last series for that. Yeah. But the Bad Batch tends to be twenty some episodes, so you're right. There, there's, yes, there's, that is good. Good back for money there. Yeah, that, um, that's gonna be a. Gonna that's gonna be sad. Yeah, that's gonna be tough because <laughs> none of those exist anywhere. So right, you, we were talking about closure and and finally you know wrapping up some of these loose threads and all that, and that kind of has to happen there. And I don't see an easy way. Now we also said that about Ahsoka. We were like, you know, how's she gonna die? And there were a couple episodes in there where you're like, well, this is the one they're gonna kill her all kind of thing. So we constantly had that concern and worry for her. And here she is living large in a in an original trilogy era uh, timeline so maybe they'd find a way to not kill off if you will a- ashley said that, um, that on that panel from the clone Wars, she said that dave kept telling her different ways that she would die yeah yeah <laughs> constantly <laughs> constantly keeping them keeping them in check keeping them worried, you know keeping them keeping them worried i remember being at a celebration and 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 so, you know, they, they do the panels and then at the end or the, they do the little small breakout rooms or somewhere. Where the heck was I anyway? And they have the audience. If they have time, people can come up and ask questions. And a mom or somebody comes up and just gets on the mic and says, don't you do it. Don't you dare do it because we're wrapping up um, the Clone Wars or I'm not sure what the timeline of it was. And just and, and, and Filoni knew what she was talking about and, and, and assured her that everything will be OK because she's there with her little daughter. And she's like, I won't know how to explain this to her or whatever. So don't you dare do it. You know, never says it. Never, never, never actually says don't you dare kill off Ahsoka or whatever, but brought it enough and brought it up enough to sort of get her question across. And he and I kind of remember him saying something to the effect of, of you know, it'll be OK, or, you know, keep watching, keep watching, don't worry type of thing. So we'll see what they do for the Bad Batch is going to be excited for a season three of that, too. There's lots of great Star Wars content ahead, right? Mm. Golden. So, yeah. it, it really I mean, like, I could never we imagine there'd be this much stuff out at once. Like, it's just insane. And like, you got the hey, game man. coming out this month, too, and like more books coming out, like. Man, I, I haven't got through the whole High Republic panel. I just started watching it last night, but like uh, I'm almost done with day two, so I got two more days of uh, news and panels. I, I just I love watching that. all that all that stuff and having have the people. Even um, I, I usually get annoyed with the Anthony Daniels and Anthony Carboni stuff, <laughs> but it kind of grew on me. And then uh, yeah, he he's really annoying with them, but they kind of did like a little heartfelt talk this time around, and it kind of made sense like why they're actually friends. So. Yeah, it really just feels like two friends like poking at each other, but yeah. us, all of the fans don't know their level of friendship. So it's just like, is this awkward or is this them being yeah. friends? I don't know. Well, man. he said that 
3PO was like his favorite uh, character growing up. So he has a 3PO shrine in his house. And so he really loves Anthony Daniels. So, you know, yeah. I, Ryan, I was that way. I was watching that. I was like, it's this awkward. Ew, this feels awkward. But then I found myself laughing at them at times. And then yeah. other times I was just like, oh, God, that seems awfully mean spirited for Star Wars <laughs> Celebration stage. This is awkward. But, oh, man, this is funny. This is entertaining. I was a master in that thing because it was it's a very weird dynamic those two have. And that's present, you know, because it's completely different than everything else that's presented on stage. It's a gush fest between the interviewer and the interviewee and whoever's on there. But those two, like you say, are just, you know, two good friends ribbing the heck out of each other, constantly jabbing back and forth and, and throwing and I, little and stones in there. That it's it's weird. Anthony it's just Daniels different. just loves it because he was trying oh, to do that does. on the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary panel, and like nobody was like playing back with him, you know, because <laughs> he he throws those little slight remarks, and I think he likes that this guy like tells them stuff back and it's it's a lot of fun for them so and the crowd is like ooh, like they did nobody knew what was going on it was yeah. interesting yeah, and that 40th yeah, anniversary panel for return of the jedi was rough to watch <laughs> was it? Oh. it was really awkward like they kept talking about um they brought all these visual effects guys that didn't work on return of the jedi and they kind of kept just going back to how they do stuff now instead of talking about how they did stuff back then and then yeah, they brought right. all the they brought some of the actors out and nobody was really wanting to answer questions and I, Warwick and um, Anthony Daniels were like talking a lot but everyone else was kind of just like there you know it's a challenge a forty yeah. year old a forty year you know and during the movie making no one thought to jot down or you know really capture what they were just doing a job you know that that yeah. to, to to then forty years later try to gush and to, you know have a bunch of stuff that's, that's a that's a daunting task I think a, a challenge of sorts to flesh anything out of it or get any new nuggets or anything great but to, to gush over it and to, to appraise it for 40 plus years there was one panel i watched a creature cantina thing where oh that was so fun. audience audience members in, in in one of the costumes the other audience member got to drive a face with a remote mm -hmm. control that was that was a very entertaining i highly recommend if you i, I love that if you pass yeah. that one you thinking ah, eh, what i could i highly recommend watching that one there's some neat insights and uh, they do that little skit and everything yeah that was, that yeah, was yeah do a fun yeah. A, a terribly produced little skit but yeah it was, it was still <laughs> it had to be entertaining had to be an absolute thrill Ron, isn't that crazy how much they can make that face just articulate and the guy's just talking and then like it makes it look like it i was just floored was, by how Legit as could be, legit could be in terms I, of a character, right? I seriously, after watching Mando and like the characters that are on, um, you know, Force Awakens and stuff like that, I thought they would CGI the mouth, you know, but they don't. It's all animatronics. Like it's it's insane. Like all that articulation from the face. I I thought you know they would just superimpose like a mouth or my, you know. My takeaway was it was and it makes sense that the computer in this twenty twenty three day and age the computerized level of when they use the joystick to make an O sound it doesn't just move these couple of, of muscles that it says, oh, yeah. you're trying to make the ocean. I'm going to make the eyebrows raise a little bit for you and tweak the ear. You know, it does all of these yeah. other things to the face that the inputter doesn't have to be thinking about, but used to back in the yeah. day where it was a bunch of puppeteers puppeteering the eyebrows. They kept bringing the, up you know, the ooeys. Yeah, the, to, the to, yeah, to hear how they sort of have all these little macro things when when this action is taken, all these other little micro um, things happen to the face as well to help it make it re look real. It it works. I mean, those guys are magicians. They they take just like crap. maybe ninety pounds soaking wet um, girl from the audience that's a cosplayer and make her into this huge like you know monster creature. Yeah, like that was I recommend huge... looking that one up and watching it. That was it. Yeah, that was fun. And they, I think the other guy was from uh, Force Awakens, right? The other character they brought out, the other big guy. But yeah, it, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun that one. I've, I've been enjoying it, watching the panels. And it had Ian McDiarmid in it, but you couldn't. That was sort of 
like, yeah, they kind of missed that. Yeah, yeah that's, that seemed like that did not go well as 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 planned because they didn't even show him or even acknowledge him, but it was definitely him and his. Voice. They should anyway, cut away when he recommend. Himself. Yeah, recommend pick it, watching that or finding that, and watching it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, that was that was a delight probably for everybody that was there. They didn't know that he was going to show up. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Did those there get any sort of reveal? Celebra- you know how a couple celebrations you got a John Williams uh, conducting the orchestra. Was there any great surprise? Maybe Hayden? Anybody expecting to see him? I don't know. In person? Did we have like any mm. great thing of, oh, I wish it would have been there because you saw that? I'm sure. Oh, Ray. <laughs> well, touche. So, yeah, that's that's a surprise as well. Um, yeah, yeah, Dennis so Lawson have- was actually talking about how like his first celebration was the one where John Williams popped out and they started playing the music. They were talking about that. That's what, yeah, I, I, I just would, love that I can just I put there, put but on a, the TV a, a and satellites. Over. And it's a one time um, I was mad at myself for not spending the time to queue up to be at the main stage. I'm like, ah, this is all going to be news. I'm just, I can watch this from the satellite thing or whatever. And then be, you know, mm. be, and then they open that curtain and it's him. It's like, oh, wait, what? Could have been in there. Mm, that's Ooh. interesting. Yeah. So they just have the TVs and all the, the halls, right? And everybody watches the main panels for the main, main one. It's been a while since I've been, but right, they have the main one. Everybody queue up. You can get into that one, but then the other smaller things that that stuff they just have a big TV sh- screen mm-hmm. in there so that you can go in and watch them so that everybody can be there for that main big giant reveal mm-hmm. type panel. And then the throughout the day, the rest of the day, those smaller stages are doing their own little specific talks to creature cantinas and the, and all the other side things. It, it's a high for celebration if you've never gone. It's it's a it's a very entertaining day. It's jam-packed. There's lots to do. FOMO is a big thing because you're just like, you can't do it all. So just soak in whatever it is you can soak in. I, I will tell you, they definitely got me because I, I saw this game that they were advertising on there in one of the booths, and I bought it, and I was playing it last night. <laughs> it was a card game <laughs> for Star Wars. I'm like, I feel like I just went to Celebration, saw it, and then bought it there. So Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of that, uh, you know, to see all the vendors and all the swag and all the stuff yeah. that's there for people to get. It's a it's an entertaining time. Definitely recommend it. If, if it does come back uh, around my neck of the woods, I think we're gonna go next time. Because I was surprised uh, to hear it announced for Japan. I thought for sure we'd come back to uh, Orlando, but they haven't been to the, especially since Disney sort of acquired it. They haven't been back to Orlando, so that was what will make for an entertaining time to to have it over there. I right before start. the movie like, drops, I think. Yeah. All right, yeah, Indianapolis, Indianapolis then. Go do, do the center of the country. Or, well, Chicago they did, so, yeah. Do Kansas. Nobody's going to be there. <laughs> Everybody go to, to the, Kansas. Actually, when's this, when's the, actually, that's an interesting thing, Ricky. When's the, when was the, what's the anniversary of the first celebration? When was the first celebration in Denver that was the Mudfest? Oh, wasn't was, that like, you know, wasn't that 98? Was it before Phantom Menace or was it after? I don't know, but... That could potentially be an interesting time to, if that's a, uh, you know, hits an anniversary. If it's, like you say, if it's 98, um, 8, 18, 20, 30 years in 28. So, yeah, if they do 25 in Japan, they could potentially do 28. That'd be a, just a, a weird tie. That's all the reason I'm spitballing or speculating that. Stephen, did we go over all it was, the drops? It was 1999. I think we've done all the main stuff. It's just bitsy bobsy stuff isn't it really about all the sort of random panels like 40 years of return of the jedi and uh some of the other stuff and that was yeah but we've done all the main we've covered was the a big main. announcement for sunday did there was anything they, they i feel like they kept doing something major each day but mm, it got less each day didn't it really I think visions was probably day three and then day four was the bad batch stuff hmm. 
Things yeah, there's, I mean, there's so I'm like I said, I'm barely on going to start day three. So going back so, to the High Republic, I'm actually surprised that it doesn't end till 2025. Like, I have to wait so long for this last phase. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they're having a couple books in 20 because phase one, they knocked all that stuff out like in six months. Now it's like, oh, you're going to get a phase and a half in 2024. And then you're going to get the last phase in 2025. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so far away. Well, they still got one more a main book and two more junior books, right? After the ones that you still got to read? Uh, No, there's only two waves in this. Is there really? Oh, that's weird. It's just read, a, it was just a quick jump back, that's all. I read into that that, that, that that big giant time jump is so that they can fully vet and, and maybe turn it into a series or a movie or or do to or make sure that what, they're, what they have well why couldn't they turn stuff out quicker for the for that book there's no confusion aspect of there to having it that and i know and i know they're probably already done with the books for the most part because i listened to an interview during phase one um they were interviewing some of the authors before phase one was even over and they're already talking like oh yeah we're working on phase three right now so it's like they've been to, you know, they're a year ahead easily with all this stuff so it's i can't imagine that there's got to be some reason for a big delay other than um it, it seems like the writing would all be done i mean like i said the main characters like the big six or whatever when does acolyte they, come out they were a year ahead when did they announce that like what's that's for next year have, next, next year, year? So, I'm, mm, so i'm wondering like if you need to watch the show and then the book's gonna spoil stuff maybe that's why they're you know that could be, yeah. And they might stretch mm. it out just for some reveal, like yeah. just so we understand. Well, we know more. Vern's not going to die anytime soon, so. Yeah, because right. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, you don't want, yeah, I suppose you don't want, well, no, you want Vern saying, I know, yeah, 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 I remember all this stuff. When, like, that time I killed Mark and Rowe and then blew up the, uh, yeah. as though he didn't mean going to completely spoil it. Yeah, whatever it may be. Um, she's bound to drop some. She's going to, but I know it's quite a long time down the line for her by then. It's bound to tie in a little bit to what happens at the end of phase three. So you don't want too much. I don't know. I just, I just want, I just want to see the end of the story. And I'm like, you're making me wait like almost two years, like legitimately two years. It's like May or something like that of 25. It's crazy. That's crazy. No, you're right, right. To someone that's committed to, to as they drop. And now all of a sudden there's this huge gap in between there that, that is a little frustrating for, 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 for that fan, for, for, for yourself, you know, that it's like, why are you making them wait? Just let's get it to them. It's something like two or three months between uh, wave one and wave two of this current phase. But now it's like six or seven months between each wave. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's just so crazy. Like this is the most books I've ever consumed in my life. The past, like what, two years. <laughs> yeah. Like reinvigorated by reading a ton. Yeah, like crazy. I'm reading all the time now. But that could be a marketing thing to to let the books um, steep, to yeah. let them you know let them get purchased, to, to let people to be talked about and and have you know because if you rush them all out and then, then uh, you know there's just not a, not a large window for consumption for purchasing of of that. So maybe there's something to to letting them breathe a little bit that way for yeah. from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, I'm, I'm... comics too because the comics are always months behind. That oh, yeah. <laughs> they could let they could let that spread out. You just don't know. It's just so crazy because I I, I can't believe that we're gonna get to see 
Ray using her yellow lightsaber in the movie, like in a couple years, like that's just like awesome, you know. Do you think Finn will? Do you think? Uh, I think hope Finn so. Will... He he's kind of like they interviewed him a couple weeks back, and he's looking back a little more fondly on Star Wars now, you know. So maybe yeah, they're using talks. Biggest, you never know. I think his biggest yeah. problem was JJ, not Disney type of thing. So I think yeah. that was his problem. Yeah, his he biggest just, problem is that he wanted to be a big giant Luke Skywalker in the movie. Yeah, you know, star fan or uh, it's um, the same thing that and everything, did. and it didn't happen. And it was like, wow, all right, but all right, don't don't shoot it's that horse. Harrison it might happen Ford again. Thing. Harrison Ford's like, yeah, just kill exactly. me off and give me my yeah. own movie. Like I don't want anything to do with Star. He didn't go to conventions or anything. He didn't care. Until like they brought him well, back. Well, but Biega, that's not yeah. that's not what Biega's coming from. He does it does yeah did want all of that, but it didn't happen for him. So then, well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Knows that, or uh, kind of just like, well, shut. They didn't treat me right, you know, did me wrong. It's like, no, they didn't. It would be fine. Just give yeah, it some everybody time. wants to be the star of the movie. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he'll get it. I, I hope so. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see. Uh, they've already established in the Lego stuff that you know Ray's training Finn. Um, of course, that's Lego, but it's not really canon, but it's canon adjacent. So I'm assuming yeah. it's, you know, somewhere along that lines. But this is a 15 year jump, so it could be where he's out there being a Jedi somewhere and we're going to end up seeing a cameo of or maybe a different. Maybe there's going to be a Finn show. That'd be awesome. See him training oh, as a Jedi. What's the room boy from The Last Jedi? That's what I really want to see. He'll jump, I'm, he'll I'm like, sure they're going to bring that in. Yeah. He has to. So, and then we have a backstory for a character already. Like, it's perfect. Well, it's like all the people that were like, well, why didn't we see the story of Luke having the Academy and all that stuff and all these Jedi he's training? Like, well, now we're going to get kind of the same version of that, but with Ray in a different story, you oh, know? To George Lucas. Don't talk to Disney. Don't talk to Disney <laughs> about that. Like, that's what I don't get. It's like, well, this is what we wanted to see. Okay, yeah. People in Star Wars want to see a lot of stuff. We and didn't now see that any Disney Jedi in uh, A New Hope, so <laughs> we just saw Disney's one. Disney's at the helm. They're telling all these extra stories. They can't go back 30 years and tell these stories when these actors were younger. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. If you're mad, talk to George Lucas. But guess what? He's sleeping on billions of dollars because he doesn't care. I- I'm sure we're like, going to get maybe CGI Luke pop up in the Mando movie. You know, uh, we might. Maybe. We might see. That's he might it. come meet the other here. thing, though. The movie shouldn't depend on the original trilogy characters swooping in and saving the day. You do it like let Ahsoka, let Dinjar. I'm not going to complain about it though. <laughs> if it you does, know, <laughs> let them come in, and you know, Bo-Katan, let them be the heroes of the story. Like this whole, we need Luke Skywalker, and we need you know Han Solo, and all these. Other, it's like no, like these characters. Some of the actors are freaking dead, and I'd be surprised if Harrison Ford made it that long. Like you can't just de-age everybody because it doesn't look good. I he's don't care how long yeah, they de-age them for the new you movie. You see the indie trainer; he's on flipping horse, driving yeah. down flipping main, riding yeah, down the street. Some wrinkles away. He's still a sixty-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they took twenty years off his life. They didn't take forty years. They didn't de-age him so he's younger than he looked in the original trilogy. Like, it just technology doesn't work like that. And the way that, that they film. Mandalorian, what they used tricks so he talked yeah. off screen, or when he's looking at the screen, he wouldn't talk, or he's talking into shadows. Like, there's all these filming tricks to make it look acceptable, but like, you just cannot be on Canny Valley. You cannot succumb it. I don't care what it is. It's too well, difficult when you start talking. Ten right, years. I'll, t- yeah. 
Sure. Well, that's what I'm going to contend. Yeah, that in 2022, 2021, when they made those, the technology was such. But Lucasfilm, ever the innovator and ever the way of George saying, I don't know, you guys will figure, you're industrial light and magic, you'll figure out how to make that work. Maybe they have, you know, and maybe we see that in Indy because the Indy trailer and the younger Harrison is very intriguing. Yeah. Um, and while it didn't work for Tarkin, I don't want to say it didn't work for Tarkin and Rogue One. It worked for Tarkin and Rogue One beautifully. But to, to your point of eh, there's still a little twinge of it just we can tell those of us that know can tell kind of thing. Maybe they've 2023, 2022, maybe they've figured it out. It maybe they, maybe they've improved it immensely to where they can take somebody instead of just doing 20 do 40 years off of somebody it's the potential is there i guess we say i i appreciate what you're going for is that the technology's not there but maybe the new technology for the new movies or the new things they have because yeah. they're constantly improving on it right they're constantly it's figuring just, out how to make it work it's just funny because there's some other news is that they were talking to donald glover and he's like oh i'd love to play lando again he's like there's been talks you know he was saying that so like he's like the same age that Billy D was when he was actually Lando, and so is the guy that plays. Uh, hey, I'm on, all for Solo so like, too. Bring bring on Solo too. Like I you could use them for younger Solo. people, you know. But I mean, for like, would that be weird? To, like to have like a Han Solo movie that takes place before A New Hope, but have them play them? Would that wouldn't be too jarring, right? The original cast, or they already did that with Solo. What do you mean? No, I mean like, but, but like he closer, means closer, to, closer to it. That would be a little like you do the Shadow of the Empire. Kind somebody of thing that doesn't them. have a problem with them being solo and Calrissian, the closer you get to a New Hope, yeah, the close. But we, like, like Ryan saying, we have to use other new character, you know, use yeah, new actors. We have to get agreeable to that if we want to have if we want to have their stories. Because which we're starting to do because I don't that lady with the staff in Mando. We don't. She's new. Um, there's tons of new people that have been in, you know, the armor and all. You got new, you got new characters. So I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be some new villains and stuff in the Ray movie, and completely different people in the Dawn of the Jedi movie. Which that's, I, I don't they, even know what they're gonna do with that one. It's gonna be crazy. If Disney wants to milk what they own, which is Star Wars, and provide some content or whatever, there is tons of Han, Luke, and Leia stories that could be told in that original. You know, sideline stories have nothing to do with the overall thing or whatever. You know, the, the battle of Ward Mantel or, you know, those various things. So, there's content capable. There's content available to us. Stories available to them to tell. But they'd yeah. have to use, you know, the other. They'd have to... I, I'm, we I'd have to get have agreeable them, to the other actors. I'd rather have them, like, recast or do the CGI stuff instead of doing a reboot. You know, I'm so glad we're getting all the stuff that's surrounding the OT instead of like, well, we're going to redo it and put it like like they're doing with Harry Potter now. I guess they're making the show and they're recasting everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want that with Star Wars. I want Star Wars just to keep going. And we'll. I want the same thing for Marvel, too. The 20 years from now, we can go back to watch those movies. And like, that's part of the story. But we've moved on since then and evolved. You know, they're still there. They're historically there and you can watch them. And yeah, you have to. But I hope they I hope that never happens where they reboot anything. Yeah, Even I, I agree. Yeah. I just don't think reboot is a silver thing. Reboot for no. Batman, reboot for Spider-Man, that comic yeah. book fodder. That you can do that. You can have an origin. How many or origins? Yeah, how many origin stories for Batman do we have? You know, and it's fine. Those are comic yeah. book. Yeah. You just you just discount it. That was a story for the way that guy told it. This is a story this way told. And and you but you can't the Star Wars universe can't do that. You, can't. you just you would do you if they do that it'd be such a it'd be a Hamill has to be, be Luke. Carrie Fisher has to be Leia and Harrison Ford needs to be on you know in that time period you can't redo it you know 
which I, I'm glad that we had the special editions and they upgraded them so that way they don't look so old, you know. So, I mean, the, I think that helped a lot. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm all for all this new content. It's just, like I said, it's a golden age. Like, we have so much to pick from. And, and, and I really do want to know what happens between Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi. Like, that is a great thing. And if George Lucas wanted to tell the story, he would have freaking done it. But he didn't. So now we just have to go with what we got. The actors are too old to do it. They're too old yeah. to move to do it. So even if you deep fake their faces on them, you still need a physical younger actor to do it. So whether it's animation, whether it's books. You, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see more about Luke. Shadows of the Sith was a great book. Um, yeah. I wanna, we just, as Star Wars fans, you just want more information. Whether it's yeah. about... What Make does a Clone Wars style show with Luke and Han and, you know, and Leia. Yeah, that, like, that'd be awesome. And what if we need a backstory on a keychain, you know, that's the type, that's what just the world that we <laughs> live in. And, but you can't be upset that you don't have it immediately. It takes time to formulate all this stuff. But now with Disney at the helm, the possibilities there, they're not going to stop. They're not going to take a 20 year step back and be like, we're going to yeah. let it breathe and we're going to get back to you. No, they're going to pump out content we didn't have to wait 18 years for another movie <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic you know it, yeah. if all eras we're going twenty five thousand years 15 years in the future like it's crazy and i'm just ecstatic like i'm so i'm so happy and and to be really get be getting back into the movies hopefully hopefully it all sticks with it uh four years down the line could be a lot but it's like man i'm ready now like just excited yeah, yeah. Very excited for any. I, I don't know. Do I know some people? I think I do know some people. Well, no, they went to celebration one day. I can't imagine going one day, but thrilled for those that that, that have gone that that got to experience it uh, live and in person. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, it yeah. probably was a hoot to see everybody there. That, that's just with all your people in the building. Well, yeah. to see the pictures coming out now <laughs> is 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 also a fun time too to see the, oh, yeah. the pictures of all the cosplay and all the people, yeah, all say, the interactions and all the things that have happened there. We have a favorite uh, favorite cosplay, and and why is it Marder Rowe? Who's the favorite? Oh, I did see. Yeah, uh, I saw somebody dressed like that. I didn't see a geode. I saw Waldo. Um... Waldo. <laughs> I don't remember. Is he coming? <clears throat> He's in there somewhere. That uh... guy. I saw that guy too. <laughs> I, just, I was just laughing. There was one. He went to the wrong convention. I wonder if well, anybody. That, I didn't that, see and then there's the ones yet. with the different, the the like, just the incorrect lightsabers color wise uh, you know it might be flashing or it's a it's a um, yeah. changing colors or it's half half green half purple or what you know a rainbow or whatever it's just like oh, i don't think that would buy keep our, yeah right keep our keep, <laughs> keep the i did see a picture of what it was it was uh james arnold taylor taylor with ewan mcgregor um mm. saying that that was the first time that they had ever met yeah because he was calling that, himself like know, the, he was like oh the He's, I don't know, he was calling himself like the low budget. <laughs> you know, that had to be an exciting moment for James Arnold Taylor to, you know, he's a Star Wars fan. So for him to meet, you you know, for Obi-Wan to meet Obi-Wan and finally, finally get that photo. Uh, I'm sure that's a bit of a coveted. Him and Matt Lanter were doing lines from uh, Revenge of the Sith and it was like so good. <laughs> the Bad Batch panel. Um, oh, shoot. I'm going to blank on his name that does all the clone voices. Steve mm. Bradley Baker. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he would drop into character. He'd drop yeah, a, a wrecker every once in a while, or drop a hunter, or drop a echo. Yeah, that was cool. Ooh, he could hear that. He's impressive, man. That that is a that is a heck of a talent. 
Yeah, you had Matthew Wood doing the Roger Rogers and all that stuff. Yeah, they they just kept going on and on about doing their little clips and yeah, you got to watch that Clone Wars panel. It's it's worth watching. It's 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 really nostalgic and good. Yeah. Okay, okay, folks. Right. Well, thank you much for having a celebration. We did a full Senate. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Is I suppose kind of. But it means the next time round we get more time to talk about. Uh, other stuff that has uh, turned up since uh, since then, like the end of Mando. Mm, Bad Batch. Uh, Wait, did we talk about Bad Batch? We jumped no. back. The finale. We talked we talk more about Ahsoka and and some other random Star Wars topics, perhaps uh, uh, next time round. All right, well, good gotta... good Senate session with everyone. Yeah. Yes. Brand's got to finish those books. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> it might be done by next time round. I gotta watch Rebels. So, so, uh, yes. Okay, okay. Fun celebration. Happy we could make it. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like I was there. (laughs) Okay. All right. Cheers. Great. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Stay safe. Bye, Bye, everybody. Watcher, watcher. Go switch off. Be sure to follow us online. We're at Facebook at PSW Senate. Join our Plus 20 Star Wars Facebook group where we all are in there interacting. You can find us on Twitter at PSW Senate. On Instagram, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. And on TikTok, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. The Force will be with you. Always.
Yeah, there, you yeah. definitely miss the post-game recap sort of analysis if you do that. The the trick there is, as someone who's DVR'd and, and actually back in the days recorded stuff on VCR kind of thing, whatever, is mm -hmm. to to time it in the sense so that you can zip through halftime. So yeah. you, you just delay start a game, you know, that half hour, 45 minutes, catch up through halftime. And some of the some of the commercials, like you say, soccer doesn't really have. Yeah. Um, and then so that you can get that post game uh, wrap up. But, yeah, there there's some there are some positives to DVR. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done that a few times where I caught up right in time for the fourth quarter yep. and like, you know. And watch the last five minutes of it live, have that yeah. sort of excitement. But yeah, no, I can appreciate the, the passion, Stephen. So, yep, sorry, tomorrow uh, doesn't work yeah. out and makes for yeah, a I mean, I, Good luck. Who's, who's playing? Who do I care about tomorrow for you? Uh, it's West Ham Arsenal tomorrow uh, at uh, two o'clock. Is Pele playing? And and were you were you're, you're cl you were West Ham? No, I'm Arsenal. I'm Arsenal. Arsenal. Arsenal's my main Arsenal. team. Okay. Arsenal's okay. my main team, but obviously, as you know, I have soft spots for a lot of teams. But they well, are certainly, and that's why I ask. I have no vested interest other than a good match, so I will uh, be pulling for Arsenal as I watch it in some sort of tape delayed. Fact. I don't know if I get it live. If we get it live over here or not, um, but I know those games. I think some of those I can see that somewhere. So. I'll be pulling for you. It's interesting with with IndyCar because you do get commercials over there, but over when I'm watching it on Sky here, when it goes to a commercial over there, they cut back to the studio in the UK and they keep the screen going, and you get UK commentators whilst the commercials are on. So, so we get the commercials, but I think you get they commercials. Put, we don't get them. I think they put the car. I think the race is still like in you know one quarter of the screen it or half the screen. Be, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, they're not going to show you the the, the local um, car dealership commercial over there in the UK. That wouldn't. So yeah, you get the commentators yeah, yeah. making. For us, we don't know there's a difference. It's still yeah, it's still the same same picture as as ever. You just just the American commentators disappear. They just say, oh, oh we'll yeah. right back after this. <laughs> and then uh, you get some new Yahoo's then, talking then for two you, minutes. Yeah, the UK commentators <laughs> come on and go. That's oh, weird. Out <laughs> away through this uh, race and. Uh, Yes, and they just pick up, and then and at some point they just go, and let's go back to our American. Uh, it's uh, like a, it's like a soap opera. The role of Chance Sterling will be played by, <laughs> and some other guy walks in. <laughs> some guy for a couple of years. All right, let's That's get it, get to it Saturday, <laughs> fellas. Right, so I've got yep. uh, the page from uh, StarWars.com, which goes through all the big news. Um, so I'm thinking that we'll just go through, what do we do? Should we go through like the Soka, we've got the Soka training, we've got the three new movies, we've got, uh, do we want to really, do we want to mention like the Jedi 40th anniversary? I don't we know what we're going to talk about that on that, but um, uh, apart from the fact that it's 40 years panel. since. Just a good old fashion men mention stuff and we'll start chatting stuff up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just um, we're just sort of flow naturally. Stuff. I'm sure we'll cover gonna... some of this when everyone goes on the main Senate. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll go back over. So we'll probably revisit the Ahsoka trailer. We just we just do everything quick and sweet here so that we're not okay. discussing the whole thing. Yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to watch the trailers or not. You know. There wasn't too many. How many trailers were there? Five. Mm. That, I, haven't, two I, haven't, I haven't all set up because a lot of them are, are in different uh <clears throat> only uh i think ahsoka set. and visions is the only ones that i think actually came out right uh well ahsoka and visions yeah they're the only two mm. okay i definitely saw those there was yeah, one for skeleton key that. or skeleton crew run and there was one for um yeah i don't but by, by the time i tried those links i don't think i i yeah. saw those but yeah i definitely and, think and we're as, as, as much as we them. As much as we like <laughs> Rebels, I think we should watch it, go through that or whatever. That to see that live action, Lethal and everything. Yeah, I think we should discuss that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a big one. 
<clears throat> Mine's going to be reactionary. I'm not prepared in any way, shape, or form. So I'm just going to go off the cuff of what you guys bring up. Yep. Okay, okay. All right, so I'll just do a short uh, intro and uh, then we'll just get straight into it because we've got a lot to cover. Um, and we'll try and go for about, uh, try and make it no more than about an hour and a bit or so. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Just remember that we've got to keep moving. Remember, converse and not get stuck on any one particular uh, thing. Right. Okie dokie, here we go. <laughs> 